Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Still love that intro. <laughs> hey, Helena, how are you? Great. Thanks. Yeah, Helena. Yeah, Helen is our next guest. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Ken Stearns. I'm the host uh, and the, really the creator for Mental Health Today. And the show really was inspired by the video you just saw and the words that I spoke on there, which is after doing the jar and traveling around about half the country and, and meeting more than 200 people, really saw the mental health crisis uh, up close and personal and wanted to do something about it. So started this show, started the JAR Foundation, and I'm kind of seeing where they go, where they where they kind of lead me. And I've, you know, very excited, just finished a, a Kickstarter video for the overall project today, and we'll get that Kickstarter launched sometime next week or 10 days or so. And uh, just got, both podcasts just got accepted to the iHeartRadio platform uh, today, which is a really big, you know, for me, it's kind of a big deal. That's a that's a very, that's a high quality platform and it's easy to get on in a way. Um, but still, there's a lot more shows not on that platform than are. And uh, so kind of nice that both shows are on there. One more platform, one more place for people to hear the stories, the cool stories that we're, we're finding. Uh, Helena, welcome to this show. Thank you got you. a cool, you have a cool story. Uh, we had a, we had a nice pre-chat about two months ago or a month ago. So yeah. a month or so, maybe a couple months now. Um, so excited to get you on and to, to share your story and, and to find out a little bit of how did you get here? How did you end up in the chair? And what are you guys doing? We'll get into kind of uncover some of that stuff. So welcome. Well, sure. I mean, hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for the, um, you know, being here on a celebratory day for you with the iHeartRadio bit. Congrats. Um, I mean, I'm just excited to talk about mental health. Although truthfully, those are not words that often come out of my mouth because the little corner of the world of mental health that I'm in is peer support. And I have found that for many audiences who still today don't engage with, um, you know, what we typically think of as mental health services, Mm -hmm. peer support is something that feels engaging and less scary and, you know, something that's you know, okay, I'll give this a try. So um, when we talk about what we do and where we got, you know, to today, um, as far as supportive and our services, we really just talk about peer support. So um, I guess that kind of leads to what is peer support? <laughs> yeah, what is, I, you know, I, I kind of, I'll under, interject my own because it's a, it's perfect timing. As I went around the country and interviewed people, this, this terminology kind of kept coming up just a little bit. And then, and then, you know, like suddenly, like a little bit, and then suddenly, and I was meeting people and a lot of them were people who had their own struggles with mental health, finding help, finding care, went through a lot, came out of it really in a good place, really believe in, in mental, in, in the care that they got and decided to become peer support. And I was like, what is this peer support thing? I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, 
That's exactly it. I mean, I think people, if they were to kind of have some sort of, uh, you know, tangible vision around peer support, it's probably around Alcoholics Anonymous or mm. uh, coming yeah, out yeah. of, you know, substance abuse treatment okay. or grief support groups. Those are sort of the mm. most commonly understood um, peer support, um, you know, modalities. And the idea with those is that somebody with lived experience in, mm-hmm. in having gone through, um, you know, a period of unsteadiness or crisis or um, a condition that needed management and, and care, um, kind of, you know, on the other side of it, reaches back and helps someone who yeah. is in the mire right now. And um, I think that you know, notion of peer support is something that we totally celebrate and, and support, but at support, we've actually expanded it far beyond that traditional mm. definition, um, even so, because as, you know, we are in this sort of mental health crisis, um, not just in the United States, but globally, the number of people that are able to be affected in a one-on-one scenario um, with that sort of helper and the helpee um, just isn't enough. And so how do you, no. you know, how do you make that scalable so that there can be mass population peer support? So that's what we tried to wrap our heads around with supportive. And what we came up with was an idea that basically anyone has lived experience to share, whether it's in parenting struggles or caregiving um, for, you know, a sick family member um, or, you know, having gone through financial hardship. Or, you know, in your everyday struggles at work, like how do you mentally prepare for a really scary performance review or, you know, a job interview? And if we look at, you know, the range of situations and scenarios in life that benefit from a peer who is going through something similar or has experience or brainstorming capabilities to share with you, um, we can create like a more cohesive society where we're reaching out and like helping each other on all types of daily life struggles. And that's really what we're all about. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, this is, it, it almost sounds like something called society. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, no, I mean, that's, yeah. In a strange way, you're, you're almost <laughs> describing humanity. It's a well, weird, pl- it's a weird idea you've come up with here. So, you know, in big, um, but yeah, you've, you've, you've said it, you've said the words that we don't really often say aloud, which is that society has lost some of its humanity. Um, yeah. you know, interesting. We yeah. Know who our neighbors were and we kind of had like a peripheral knowledge of when they were in our lives and Hey, I didn't see so-and-so like get in the mail today. I wonder if something's wrong with them and yeah. I'll check in on them. And that just doesn't happen anymore. All of those like fibers of society have decayed and disintegrated. And, um, you know, we're, we, we are independent individuals more and more. So how do you create those fibers again from scratch by having, forging these little connections among people who have something in common that happens to be a vulnerability at any given moment um, so that we kind of have that, humanity injected back into our lives. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, as you were saying it, I was was just realizing what you said, which is all that's fallen apart. You know, we knew what neighbor knew what skills, what experience they had, what they, you know, you knew who to call. 
yeah right because you knew you knew who 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 knew what um it's a very very much needed how do you how do people register how do you how are you building this the i guess the eco not the ecosystem but the communities it's yeah, going to be so, a larger like a larger population and then communities within that how do you how do you structure it how do you find people yep so Great, massive questions that hopefully I can kind of. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is awesome. I mean, um, you know, there are some examples of pre existing structures for this. Like okay. you could imagine there being, you know, appointment based gatherings at, you know, 7 p.m. on Tuesday or people that want to talk about, you know, like I, my, some of my examples before the parenting, yeah. or the, you know, performance reviews. And, and we thought about doing something like that. And then we actually rejected it because mm. we were like, that's not how life operates anymore either. Um, you can have really good intentions that you want to join a group every Tuesday at 7 PM for a few weeks to kind of address mm. a topic. But like when you feel the need to connect is at two o'clock in the morning when you can't sleep and, you know, that anxiety of the situation is hitting you yeah. or, you know, like things come up last minute all the time. That's the world we live in. So, you know, you can't make it at seven, but you could, you could talk to someone at six or eight. Um, that's life. Right. So. And, and I don't think you're going to build scale with in-person <laughs> meetings. No, not, no, no, no. not yeah. quickly, not, not in person and not even, you know, digitally, because there's just only so many people that even keep online appointments now. Yeah. Um, so what we thought about was how do you go, you know, right straight out with enough potential people who are going to use your service immediately mm. that um, you, that someone could come day or night and literally at any time of day, be connected to somebody, at least one other person, hopefully two or three or four or five yeah. max. Um, who want to talk about the same thing. And so we actually started serving um, large enterprises with their, you know, built-in kind of communities. Oh, and so, you know, okay. one of the largest like retailers in the United States is one of our clients and they've got over a million people that we were able to. <laughs> <laughs> Could be somebody big. Yeah. Uh, sure. yeah. Imagine million. The there is and there you go um and then we brought on some you know insurance companies and um you know some hospital systems and you know municipalities so we've got like an entire state's worth of public employees now and so little by little we've been growing or not little by little like mega so client cool, yeah. by mega client we've been growing this like massive base and i think you know our goal is to one day truly make this available to everyone. We'll kind of turn a corner and say, you know, you can just, you can it's come free. day and night and it's, yeah, something like that. So that's the goal. And we are working our way towards it. So what happens if I'm an employee, uh, let's say I'm an, I'm an employee at, um, trying to think of, you know, maybe a Chase Bank, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a teller at a Chase Bank and you, it's a, we have to be a client. Is this on the EAP program? Basically, uh, yes, or no. some... we often actually integrate through their employee assistance programs or EAPs, okay. but we also can live, you know, as a direct um, access or, you know, as a front door to that. Um, so, yeah. we, you know, it, it's not just one channel. We try to be available through many because a lot of people are worried about, um, you know, their employers knowing their identities or being able to track what they're saying. And one of the biggest like headline 
things about what we're doing that I should mention is that it's anonymous. So you're not coming to our site and filling out a profile or, you know, doing a questionnaire. Like we don't ask your name. We don't ask your phone number or email ID number, nothing. Um, and we have a way to make it safe, even though it's anonymous, but we want to assure people like, yeah, you may find out about this as a teller at your job. Yeah. But when you come here, your employer is not secretly listening in on what you're saying. Yeah. Very cool. I, uh, this, this part is important. And, and it, so I just can dial in to any, there's a, like a list of, of topics ah, that, so we've, that are we've going been, on. <laughs> that would be a way to do it. And we kind of leap, leap, leapfrog or leapfrog. I don't know what the yeah, yeah. <laughs> verb <laughs> tense is. Tense. Is, it pre, is it present tense or past tense? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so, so one of the other innovations that we, thought about very carefully in building supportive and it's going on, you know, coming up on six years now, um, was that so much of mental health and, and healthcare in general mm -hmm. is about like answering formulas and checking boxes and finding, yes. you know, you're navigating your own way to the, you know, the forum for depression and the forum for yeah. anxiety. And we didn't want to do that. So, um, we actually built from the ground up around the concept of just communicating in natural language. So you don't have to say, I feel depressed, which is a really difficult thing for a lot of people to say. You can just say, you know, I haven't been able to focus or I'm not feeling mm. like myself. And we actually just ask one single question. There's no like, you know, cumbersome process. So we ask the question, what's your struggle, which we've trademarked. And whatever you type, we're actually going to kind of fast track you right into a live chat um, that is talking about that topic. So anytime someone comes and they just chat, you know, one word, a paragraph, it doesn't matter, anything in between, we're going to get you to the people that are talking about what you want to talk about, because we have the knowledge and the, you know, behind the scenes intelligence to take you right yeah. there. That's it. Years, years and years and years ago. Uh, I, I had the the good fortune to build a website uh -huh. called dentalinsurance.com. Imagine what a beautiful site that was. <laughs> yes, I can envision it right now. Blow, I mean, blown away that you would, that, that is somebody owned, that I actually worked on the site, right? That I, yeah. I met the gentleman that bought, I met, I met the gentleman that bought that, who happened to be very elderly too, which is the most amazing part. Anyway, the point of the story was, when I built it, the, the thing that I designed most important for me was to get people in to show the value so they could then trust us. Mm -hmm. And so all I asked for was a zip code. Yep. Just give us a zip code and tell us whether you're single, a family, you know, tell us basically what kind of plan, the number of people or what kind of environment you've got to insure. And then we showed you everything. And it wasn't until the very end when you when you paid and identified you, you all that was on the back end. I don't need to capture your information if I've got value. And it's the trust on that was so powerful mm -hmm. um, that the site that that unique feature is still on the site. Twenty two years later. It's crazy. Well, I would say that unknowingly we followed the Ken Stearns product. Yeah. Uh, user experience playbook, because that was exactly it. We were just like. Trust is the most important thing. Yeah, with what you're doing, especially yeah. with what you're doing. Yes. I mean, the, you know, the number of news stories that have come up 
of late of mental health companies sharing, you know, pixel information with Facebook or, you know, worse like data breaches. I mean, I don't know how anyone trusts anything these days. And so for us, it's paramount that our name is synonymous with like trusted, not just confidential, but anonymous, you know, support for any emotion, mental, emotional or social struggle. Yeah. And, and I just, I, that fact that you brand, you brand copyrighted that what's your struggle. Yeah, what's your struggle is that Gen- it's, it's, genius. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that, but that is really is very we clever. We tested a whole bunch of, of, you know, combinations of words and okay. it just resonated most universally because struggle in and of itself is understood. You know, a struggle is something that's getting you down. It's not easy to com- combat with, but it's not, it's not, you know, confined to mental health. And that's really what we wanted to break it down. Like this is a struggle is not a mental health condition or a mental illness. A struggle is something that is causing you distress in your life. And yeah. that's what we wanted to be about. Yeah, I'm struggling with my parents death. So I'm not a, I don't sound a mental illness. I'm, I've got yeah. something I'm trying to I'm trying to wrestle with. Yep. Um, and like you said, probably at 2 a.m., and you know, find some other people somewhere in the world or in the in the in the U.S. that are same having the same experience. That's so, exactly uh, it. Yeah, I'm, then, I'm a real fan of I'm a real fan of the group conversation. I think it's so healing and um, thank you. Powerful, I mean, powerful hearing other people say what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So validating. I would say some combination of those words that you just said are actually going to be the headline message on our website that's coming out soon. So <laughs> you, you, there are, there are, there is, yeah, you, but that's, that just shows how much this is resonating that you, you know, like you're intuitively feeling um, what this is about and, and what we're yeah. finding that, you know, people say back to us when they've, when they've given it a try. And I, I think I just want to add that, you know, yes, like the talking is so cathartic, um, but mm. we actually, not only just not only um you know kind of create a valuable guided structure for these conversations so it's it's not just okay. a free for all you're not just randomly um you know talking to someone which can be very helpful um but we actually have each conversation moderated by folks that we have trained um they're undergrad okay. or graduate psychology students and they are facilitators. So they're not necessarily, you know, the ones who are your peers. Your peers are the other people who've come to talk about the same thing that you want to talk about. But our moderators are able to guide the conversation from venting and, you know, careful, active, empathetic listening into um, introducing coping skills, which I'll come back to kind of, you know, going through a collaborative problem solving exercise. Um, bringing in some like exercises and tools and techniques that can help you because we've got um, another trick up of our sleeve. So we're not just matching people together to have these conversations. We're actually matching the right resources in the world to what people are expressing that they need. So, you know, to go back to your example, you know, it's the 2 a.m. and you're, you know, grieving the loss of a loved one and you're talking with other people who are grieving the loss of a loved one. Um, We're able to actually populate the chat, you know, using like analysis of the moving like topic discussion to say, well, here's an article 
that we think, you know, has valuable information that's going to address what you're talking about. Here's a video. Here's a podcast that, you know, talks about this. Someone talks about grieving. Yeah. I mean, and then here's, you know, a journaling exercise or a worksheet, you know, that people use to understand sort of what, where they are in the process. And we're bringing all of those resources in. Um, and it's a pretty magical process for people. We've patented, we, we, we're the first people to ever create something like this. Um, but so you're not just leaving the conversation like, oh, I had a great, you know, 25 minute chat with people who really got me. You're also leaving with an article and a podcast link yes, and yeah. you know, video you can watch later. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's very powerful. I, I'd be interested. The back end must be very cool to do that. Yeah. I, super sophisticated. <laughs> I've partnered with, uh, a company called Moon Knox, and they're taking my transcripts uh-huh. and we're uploading the transcripts into an AI interface, an AI database, basically. Uh-huh. And they have an interface on it. And it's similar. You can ask any question about this show uh, on it. That, and basically, you know, have they talked about this or tell me an episode about when they talked about that? Uh-huh. And it'll go find those quotes or give a summary if there's a lot of them. And have yes. a film strip, maybe a, a visual part or a, a exact part of the the dialogue where it took place. So yep. It's kind of cool. Very similar. Yeah. So AI is listening to your conversations, taking the transcript of the conversation, and searching some database uh, for in the real time and matching in real in real time, matching yeah, other in real time. Um, resources and services in. So awesome. those resources and services can be, you know these tangible things, like I said, the articles and videos, they can also be community resources that might be available. So going back to your, you know, zip code piece, we will try to locate helpful community services for people, whether it's, you know, transportation oriented or a food bank or, you know, the local nail biters anonymous group that they want to join, you know? So um, we are trying to kind of scour and taxonomize the world of self-help to bring it to people's fingertips so that they don't have to deal with what has now become a very overwhelming and, you know, uncurated search process online. So, you know, you Google something and you don't know what you're going to get back and you don't know if it's legitimate if it's somebody's weird uncle that just, you know, put up this video. So, you know, our team is really doing a lot of the vetting and um, assessing to make sure that what we're sharing is like the most appropriate, legitimate, easily understood um, resource that exactly matches what you're expressing. What the, yeah. I have, um, there is a, a, the person that led me to this firm, uh, where he built the Atom Project. And it's a searchable database uh, for mental health, res- free mental health resources. Uh-huh. So I don't know if it'd be interesting. I'll, sh- I'll send you a note later. Yeah. But it may be something you could look at um, sure. because it's a, it's a giant uh, resource he's put together. Really large uh, yeah. database. Yeah. And it'd be super. cool to hook up those other, you know, the, the other. I mean, it, the good news is it's already inside some AI project. So I don't uh-huh. know. You guys have your own interface. Um this is really interesting. You're matching up. I mean, that's using AI on both ends. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah, we've super, got, uh, super We've got lots more AI, like, you know, tips and tricks up our sleeves too. So I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, you know, we're trying to use AI to also understand in real time during the conversations um, 
how is the conversation impacting people? How can we measure their sentiment changes? Oh. Are they receiving oh. empathy? Um, you know, do we need to dial it up a little bit? So um, I would say, you know, oh. the world is flush with AI, everything these days. Um, and in mental health, you most hear about chatbots and Frankly, yeah. we are pretty anti, you know, human robotic uh, interaction, but we do think that AI can play a really valuable supporting role in forging, you know, these authentic human connections rather than replacing them. I, I'm 100% with you, Helen, on this, on this one. I think it's really important. They should be helping the people talking to other people. Yes. You know, in the back, working in the background and doing things to just make you more efficient. I've been using it. I've become a giant fan. I'm using it every day. Um, it's great. Yeah. And, and, let it, and, let um, it superhumanize us, but keep it yeah. in, in the humanity to keep, go back there. <laughs> theme here. Yeah. To keep the human. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is part of it. I, what you've got is very cool. Where are you at on the, on, on how long have you been going and, and what's, what's the status right now and what's next? Yep. So we, um, we're coming up on six years in January, which seems God, unbelievable. Grinding, grinding for six years. Yep. We've helped um, over 1.6 million individual unique users in that time. So something to be, you know, it's, it's been meaningful. Um, and uh, what's next is, I think, taking this beyond just serving English-speaking audiences. Okay. I mean, we've really been thinking about how do we serve native Spanish speakers? Um, and then, you know, several languages beyond that, that really, again, kind of get to the heart of which population segments are not getting the access to mental, mm -hmm. emotional support um, today, and how do we focus our attention on them? So that's really our big, um, you know, mission ahead of us. Totally out of left field question. Uh -huh. um, just kind of thunderstruck with it <clears throat> as you and i think it was as you were saying audiences or segments i mean the elderly population that's the the tsunami of gray hair in america and the time spent alone um i mean this must be i don't know if it's directly related to what you do or it's a side offshoot but it sounds like it's kind of what you're trying to do which is not just mental health but also other stuff yeah Any so actually into this area Yep. Um, we are on the cusp of launching our second um, senior 65 plus like population onto the okay. platform. So, um, you know, we, we see it. We think that there's a lot that can be done. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot of those conversations um, are around, you know, how difficult it is to make new, fresh social connections later in life. I mean, people feel it in mid-age. People feel it, you know, when they leave college, how hard it is. But we actually yeah. have built up a lot of resources around, you know, addressing social anxiety and kind of refinding what gave you joy earlier in life. And like, how do you tap back into those activities um, at whatever stage of life you may be in now? And so we are very much focused on not creating like an addictive platform where someone who is, you know, okay. not as, you know, mobile as they used to be and more often at home wants to like come back to time and time again. But we're actually thinking about how do we get the information and how do we get the encouragement and motivation right. um, going so that people 
feel encouraged to go back out in their community and and make those social connections. Yeah, um, it's a different it's a different it's a different puzzle to solve. Very interesting, but we're I mean yeah. very much worthy. Yeah, and, and you know, people say like you know, is chat like because we're we're chat based. We, we're you know, yeah. live, is that the right format for the sixty five plus audience? And we have not seen many challenges with it. I mean, I think that um, one, if you're a grandparent, um, you are very nimble these days in texting and video chatting with your grandkids, and so chatting online is you know not a big deal. Um, and two, you know, we've done all sorts of not just kind of like auxiliary afterthought type um, visual enhancements, but, you know, for our senior audiences and, and the, the, the entry points that they use for supportive, it's right out of the gate, like visually enhanced for them. Um, and, and, you know, with other sort of, you know, um, capabilities that, you know, are not available mainstream. So we really wanted to, from day one, offer an experience yes, that yeah. felt intuitive to seniors as well. I see. Yeah, there's very, very cool. I, just so much you could do with this platform of different verticals and different little spot, yeah, little communities I mean, you can exactly develop. It. It's like we, so we've got every age under the sun. I mean, we've, we, we serve 13 plus, so, but we've got adolescents. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've got the senior audience, you know, in yeah, between, I mean, we've got people who are employed and we've got people who are, you know, caregivers at home. We've got new moms and we've got, you know, <laughs> kids. And like the, the, the ability to match people regardless of their, you know, gender or age or, you know, right. socioeconomic status, education level is was intention it was intentional you don't get that same yeah. feeling if it's a video or if it's a phone call because you hear someone's voice like humans are programmed to make judgments about each other instantly like is yes. this person like me or not are they the same yeah. political party as me are they the yeah. same you know do they have the same educational background as me and texting honestly in, in a chat is the great equalizer because we are all terrible at it <laughs> like it doesn't matter if you have a PhD or not <laughs> GED, you kind of text the same, right? So yeah. uh, when you're sending messages in a live chat, there's a lot of forgiveness on punctuation and spelling and whatever. And it, it makes everyone feel the same. You're just in the same boat. Like it doesn't oh, really yeah. matter. And because it's anonymous, we're not concerned about, you know, improper relationships forming. I mean, we could have a 14 year old Ooh. girl and a, you know, um, a professional, you know, older man, both talking about how their dog has just passed away, mm. how sad that is. And it's like, there's nothing inappropriate going on. These are people who are, you know, finding connection um, in the moment in a safe forum that has a moderator present who's guiding that conversation. And, you know, all these other demographic, you know. Yeah, interesting. They just go out the window. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I type like ES. I type like English second language when I'm yeah, texting. Exactly. I did find the great equalizer for me is I found the mic, uh, the mic button. And yeah. uh, now I, my, when my daughters just hate that, now I could just spill my guts into the microphone. And it's, <laughs> it's about a hundred times longer. Yeah. Oh, um, well, we're kind of at a, we're at a good spot to kind of jump off. Um, boy, I feel like there's, there's another, you know, another call in here in six months. 
um, just to catch sure. up. Sure. Yeah. We'll come talk Whoops. about all the new languages then. So yeah. Um, Neat. Well, thanks for having I, me. I took myself off the screen for a second. There we go. Um, yeah. How about some closing thoughts? I mean, what's Helen, how do people find the company if they're listening and I want my company to take this up or, you know, how do people find you and how do they get involved? Yeah. So our company is called supportive. Um, like the adjective that we, you know, we all want someone supportive in our lives and mm -hmm. um, spelling wise, it's S U P P O R T I V. Um, we're missing that essential E that would make us a real wor word. It's kind of the, the way startups get spelled. Um, but you can come to supportive.com uh, and um, we're going to have a new website any day now and lots of ways to click and, you know, ask for a call or an email or a meeting. Mm. So um, we will be happy to talk to you. I love it. And, and I've, and I've already kind of, and you heard here, we gave away the website title a little bit somewhere in the, you have somewhere. to listen to the whole episode yeah. and it's buried in there, but, but some of the key phrases are, are buried inside there. Yes, I, I, exactly. I blew the cover. <laughs> Happily. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Well, it, like you said, very intuitive and I'm just following, you know, what I would, I would assume is naturally happening on the calls and what people would feel, Yep. you know, and that, that empowerment of, you know, the two things, I, it's so cool because you're being heard uh, and you're, and you're allowed to hear other people say what you're feeling. And I mean, there's, those are some powerful healing things right there because Absolutely. people feel, we feel alone, you know, in our, in our worst moments when you're struggling, you feel like, you know, this is your, your problem and no one's got it. Yep. Um, it's almost reality. like your brain yeah. circuitry you know, some, when you're oh. feeling like you're struggling, your brain just goes, and it kind of has you forget that you can, you know, reach out for help. And so we're bringing that back. We're bringing th that, you know, jarring, that memory that says, okay, there's mm. other people around you that are, that are here and know exactly what you're going through. And we are here to support you. And be able to send that chat and get started. Really cool. <laughs> Helena, thanks for being a guest. Thank you. Very much appreciated. Thanks, everybody, for listening and supporting mental health today. You can find us on iHeartRadio and all the other cool platforms out there. Uh, Helena, stick around. I'll see you in about 30 seconds. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, loose, baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.